0: Hello and welcome to Inspire Me Today Radio. I'm your host, Gail Lynn Goodwin. If each of us were defi- to define success, chances are that our answers would all be different. According to today's luminary, regardless of what society, the media, family, friends, or even co-workers might say, we are the ones who have the final word to define what success means to us. She believes that when we learn to own our identity and control our words, our thoughts, actions, behaviors, attitudes, and beliefs, we experience a major life shift, more powerful than anything we could ever imagine. As an author, a radio show talk host, a founder of a personal and professional development company, the mission of today's Luminary is to promote performance excellence and empower others to achieve their personal and professional best. Her name is Kathy Holloway Hill, and she's here today to talk with us about how to unleash our brilliance. Kathy, I am so honored to welcome you here today to InspireMeTodayRadio.com.
1: dot Gail, I am totally thrilled to be here with you today. I am just so excited.
0: Well, thank you again for taking the time. I you were one that when I read your today's brilliance, I, I emailed our COO Kristen, and I said you need to set up an interview with this remarkable woman. So thanks, Kathy, for taking the time. But I know a little bit about you. Some of our audience may not. Tell us a bit. Share your story, Kathy. How did you get to be the incredible woman you are?
1: I am telling you, Gail, in my story, and I want to let everybody know, as I tell my story, you need to assess your own story because that's what makes you who you currently are. But I was uh, very young, and I wanted to gain the approval of my parents because I came from a very dysfunctional family. So I graduated high school at 16, and I graduated my undergrad in in computer science at 19, and I started working for IBM Corporation. Now, I was trying to please everyone else. Mm -hmm. I wanted everyone else to accept me and love me and validate me and all those things. And I had to one day have that defining moment that made me realize I am not living according to my true identity. Everyone else owns my identity, but I'm happy, and I made the very difficult decision to leave that very lucrative corporate job and step out into the risky world of entrepreneurship to do what I love to do, and that's helping to make a difference in the lives of others. And now I own my own personal professional development company, and I travel the world to do training and empowerment and helping others to understand how to find their true brilliance.
0: Oh, rock on. I'm so happy that you're doing this kind of work, Kathy. Talk to me, though, about that decision, because so many times people feel like they've got golden handcuffs. You know, the more lucrative that job is, the more difficult it is to walk away from it. So I'm wondering, was there a specific moment that was life-defining, or was it just a, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back kind of thing that was a cumulative process for you?
1: Well, we live our lives in fear, yeah, we allow fear to totally to just totally keep us rooted in our roots and because we're afraid that we won't be able to pay our bills or we won't be able to have whatever those tangible things are we put all our power on the outside of us the external power that the status and the money and the, the income and the title and position and, and all of those things sure. and that's why we feel like we're enslaved to that that lifestyle because if somebody doesn't give us what we need in a job or, or anything externally, then we feel like we're less than. And my defining moment was I had to realize that I wasn't being fulfilled internally, and that's very that's very hard to to come to realization with because sure. we don't realize our power is inside of us because we're looking externally on the outside. So well, we're not once taught we have, that. No, we're not. I we're mean, not ever. No, not in our families, the media, society, everywhere school. you look. School, exactly, exactly. Everywhere you look, that lesson is that everything on the outside of us is where the power is. So my defining moment was I was actually starting to get physically sick.
0: Hmm. And I
1: was starting to get physically sick, and I had to realize something is causing this. What is going on? So I had to really start meditating and going inside myself in and, and prayer and meditation and and, and just just listening to that inner voice, because a lot of times we don't listen. We all have that inner voice.
0: We oh, absolutely. We,
1: we have instincts, in it, but we don't listen to it. We go ask all our friends and everyone else, <laughs> giving everyone else I'm, the power I'm, of I'm, our
0: identity. Uh, you know, I'm laughing, Kathy, because when I look back at my life so far, I'm, I'll be 55 this October, and when I mm-hmm. look back at the most troublesome times of my life, I can pinpoint three moments that were like uh-oh times that were really difficult situations, and each of the three were times that I gave away my personal power and listened to someone yeah. else. And I'm not, I'm not saying this for casting blame. I'm saying this for you'd think that I would have learned after the first time or the second time, but it took three times till I went, oh, what's the common denominator there other than me? The common denominator right. is I voluntarily gave it to someone that I thought was wiser than I was.
1: That's right. And and, and you know life lessons are reversed than the concept in school, because in school you get the lesson and then you learn to test at the end, but in life it's reversed. You exactly. Get test and if you don't learn that lesson, you're going to keep getting tested over and over and over again.
0: That just seems to be the way it works. Well, Kathy, some folks could look at you and say, obviously this girl's very, very smart to have graduated college at 19 with your first degree and Things have come easy for you, but I'm oh, guessing that you, well, I'm guessing that you too have challenges in life. And so what I really want to know is when adversity or challenges pop up in the past or in your life now, how do you deal with it?
1: Well, first of all, as I stated, I won't even go into all the dysfunction, but it was a very dysfunctional upbringing from, from childhood. And because of that dysfunction, it, it direct straight into a very abusive marriage and I stayed in that 16-year abusive marriage, so I, I have not had it easy at all. As a matter of fact, my entire life has been overcoming adversity. And actually, Gail, to be very honest with you, every single day, you, you first got to realize that you're in a comfortable place. Right. We stay in uncomfortable, painful places because it's familiar, and we're so afraid of the unknown. That fear of the unknown keeps us stuck in that very painful place. But at some point, you've got to weigh the pain against the fear of the unknown. So for me, the, the fear of the unknown looks great over the pain because the pain had become so great. Like I said, I was becoming physically ill And that was my defining moment, and I had to do something different. So I had to walk through the fear. I I didn't have a choice. It was either that or my life depended on it. So once I walked through that fear, everything that I do now, even though it's unfamiliar, it may be painful, it may be scary, all those things, I know it's going to help me grow. If you're not growing, you're dying. There's only, there, that, that's the only, only way I two can directions. describe it.
0: Yep. There are only two directions e- yeah, you can go. It's
1: one or two directions, right? Either you're growing or dying. Well. And I know that I don't want to, to, to die internally. I mean, once my, my physical body dies and that's that, but I'm talking about internal growth. If you're not growing, you're dying. So I knew I wanted to continue to grow internally. So every single day I force myself to do something that's unfamiliar.
0: I love it. Well, your definition of fear is one that I've not heard before, but it truly resonated. So talk to us a little bit about fear. Well, fear,
1: fear totally grips you. Fear totally controls the lives of many people. And there are a lot of people who are in very, very painful situations. It's not comfortable. They're not happy. But that looks so much better than the unknown because that's fearful. We, we don't know what to expect. Well, I know what to expect here because I'm familiar with it. I don't like, even like using the word comfort zone because there's nothing comfortable about it. Hmm. And that's why I like to call it a place of familiarity. That's, that's how I wrote about it in my book. I call it a place of familiarity because there, there is no comfort there. But, but fear is so powerful. It, it's one of the most powerful emotions. I think it's more powerful even than anger. And anger is pretty powerful. But fear can just stop you. It keeps you stuck emotionally. That energy gets stagnant. It gets stuck in your body. That's what causes physical illness. Fear is so very powerful because it can make or break you. Either way, emotionally, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, and physically, it can make or break your life.
0: And I think we all would agree with that. I really appreciated, though, Kathy, how you called fear, F-E-A-R, failure, expected, and received. I mean, absolutely. talk about talk about manifestation.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, when I came out of corporate America, I was so just intrigued by behaviors and thoughts and attitudes, and so I went back and got my master's in psychology, and, 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 I, and I started studying behaviors. And when we get our beliefs into a bad spot, and our beliefs are all shaped by our perceptions and our experiences and all those things, and once those beliefs become so powerful, it's etched in our subconscious, and now it's we're on autopilot. It, it becomes sure. who we are. We don't even have to think about it. It just well, becomes who we are. So we expect to fail. We expect for something not to go right, and it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: How do you break that cycle?
1: You've got to recognize it first.
0: Okay, once you recognize it, then what do you do? Because I think almost everyone listening in some aspect of their lives is going to be able to say, oh, yeah, I'm doing that right here. So how do you
1: fix yes. it? You've got to be willing to walk into the place of unfamiliarity. Now, what, before I, I say that, let me say this. It's not going to happen overnight. I think that's what really gets a lot of people uh, in in a, uh, a place where, They're not going to even try because they expect – we live in a society where everything is expected fast, fast food, instant oatmeal, instant food, everything they want it right now overnight. That's why a lot of New Year resolutions fail because you can't just jump straight into a new action, and new behavior. It took a while to get to where you are, so you've got to be patient, and that's what's lacking. That's what – if you're patient enough to realize it takes three months to create a new habit – and that's doing it every single day. Being aware every single day to do this new behavior, you got to do it. You've got to be committed. You can't be interested. When you're interested, you're only going to do what's convenient. But you've got to be committed because when you're committed, you're going to do it regardless. Absolutely. Of going on.
0: You know, Kathy, because of your uh, background, I'm going to ask you a silly question, okay? No, you had, go you ahead. just made the comment that you have to do it for three months to make a new habit what if you believed you only had to do it seven days would it then make it so
1: you know what depending on your commitment level your commitment level is what's going to determine how successful you are and that is totally a conscious choice now of course our habits and our our behaviors and all that lives in the subconscious but you first have to be consciously aware and when you consciously make that choice because choices are made in your conscious mind when you consciously make that choice and you are aware of it, you know what you're doing. You you know, I, I would recommend that people put a tiny little Band-Aid on the back of their hand because if you do that and you write the word 96, 96% of the time you're thinking something negative. Seriously? That's yes, that's what statistics show. So if you put a tiny little Band-Aid on the back of your hand and you write 96 When you're thinking, just stop throughout the day and look at that and ask yourself, what am I thinking right now?
0: Wow. Is it a negative
1: thought? Yeah. I had no idea it
0: was quite that high.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because of the things that are stored in our subconscious from previous life experiences, things that occurred in our childhood that have not been addressed, emotions that have not been addressed, resentments and anger and bitterness and all those toxic emotions that we have not paid attention to we stuff them down you've got to allow it to come to the surface so you can deal with it things that are stuck down and buried down in our subconscious sure we never bring them to the surface to deal with it well it's easier to let them you know let sleeping
0: dogs lie right
1: Exactly. That's what gets <laughs> people so messed up, Gail. I they got think it. that if I just ignore it to go away, I sweep it under the rug and I won't pay attention to it. it but really it's d- not going to go away. Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter that much anyway.
0: It's like, right, uh-huh. Well, you know, right, Kathy, exactly. I think one of the biggest fears that people have is doing exactly what you did. I think so yeah. many people have some dream, whether it's to open your own company, whether it's to move to a new state, whether it's to create, you know, a new relationship, whatever it is, but fear that failure expected and received is what holds them back. Because how can I do this? Because what if? What if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? How did you get the courage to literally step off that ledge without being forced? Because a lot of the times we just mess up so badly being so unhappy that we're kicked out or we're pushed off that ledge. But you voluntarily walked away. What would you say to someone who's standing on that precipice right now wondering, how can I get the courage to do
1: this? Right. There are two things two things that, that people forget about, planning and lifelong learning. You've got to do both. And let me tell you about a plan. If it doesn't have a timeline attached to it, it's not a plan, it's a wish. You've got to put a plan in place. You can't just jump. You've got to have a workable plan. It has to have a timeline attached. It has to be a smart goal. All of those components has to be part of your plan And you've also got to be sure, absolutely ensure that you're a lifelong learner. If you don't understand how you're supposed to plan, if you don't understand how to keep yourself internally motivated – because you're not going to be motivated by watching negative news stories, listening to society's right. opinion of what your life, you're not going to be motivated. You've got to learn how to be internally motivated, and you've got to learn how to work your plan. Those are two very critical key steps to getting out there and walking away from painful situation, uh, a situation that's not, it's no longer serving you, it's no longer helping you. It's not working anymore. You've got to get out of it, and those are the two ways you can do it.
0: And don't you think it starts also, Kathy, with when the desire is strong enough that it overpowers the fear, that the, that the desire is stronger than the fear?
1: That, that, well, I, I think the pain, uh, the pain has to be stronger than the fear.
0: The pain of staying where you are, you mean?
1: Exactly, yeah. Well, the, the pain, once that pain point gets to a level where uh, now I have no choice, then you're going to make a move. Exactly. You're going to make a move. But even then, don't jump because the the chances of you being successful are low if you just jump and you just do it impulsively. You must have a plan and you must learn. There's so much information out there. If you really look, I mean, we're in the information age. Whatever you look for, you'll be able to find it.
0: (laughs) It's amazing to me. I mean, recently... I have gotten to the point that I call my son, who is this web guru, and I call him every time I have a web question, and he said to me the other day, Mom, there's this great thing called Google, and you can actually ask it questions. And he was, of course, being facetious with me, but his point was well taken. And since then, I have Googled things that I really wanted to know that were other questions. It's astounding to me what's out there. I mean, anything we could possibly want to know is there if we just ask
1: Absolutely. There are community, there are uh, organizations within anyone's community that are free. I mean, you can go take free small business administration classes, you can join networking organizations, you can go to the library. There are so many different ways that you can get in Google, just like you just said, on the Internet. The Internet is is a breeding ground for knowledge. It's like
0: having a university library in your office.
1: Absolutely. And the mobile devices. I mean, you could just Google things on your mobile device. So there are so many ways to learn. So learning is absolutely critical. You never stop learning. You will continue to go and grow until your dying day. So you've got to be open to learning. I I have a master's degree. I don't care. It doesn't matter if you have a Ph.D., whatever level of higher education you have. You still have to be committed to life skill learning. Exactly. Because life skill learning is totally (laughs) different from from structured educational learning. And I'm an advocate for both.
0: Absolutely, and for good reason. Well, you know, one of the things that you said in your Today's Brilliance that really resonated with me, and I'm going to read this, and then I really would love for you to talk about this because I think that okay. this, is the, this to me is the crux of the issue for so many people. You said, living your purpose is the most powerful and successful accomplishment you could ever have. So talk to us a little bit about that.
1: You know, Gail, that is uh, that is such a powerful statement, and unfortunately, people don't understand what that means to live their purpose, because first, you have to understand what life is about. Most people think that life is all about acquiring things. Sure. Having money and status and jobs and, and you know, all, all of these things, but life is about serving a purpose every person was born with a unique gift or talent skill and we have to discover what that is and carry out the purpose we were given that skill to serve the purpose and i'm a very spiritual person and i believe that god placed me here for a reason and i believe god placed every person on this planet here for a reason but people don't understand that concept and when you learn and discover that concept and you and you learn and discover yourself why are you here and you have to take yourself through what i call a powerful process called self-discovery and you do that by assessing your strengths weaknesses beliefs values All of those think purpose, passion. What are you passionate about? If you're passionate about something and it just, like, comes natural to you, like second nature, then that is where you can discover your purpose. It's somewhere in the center of whatever you're passionate about. And when you can discover what that is, Gail, and start doing it and living that life, I can't even begin to describe, excuse me, I can't even begin to describe You've never felt any type (laughs) of fulfillment, enrichment like you will feel when you're living your purpose. Whatever it is that you're doing, it doesn't feel like work.
0: I couldn't agree with you more because for me, that's... It feels like
1: you're living a, a whole different meaning. Your
0: life takes on a whole new meaning. It's nice to do something that makes you happy and that brings you joy and that creates fulfillment within. I couldn't agree with you more, Kathy. And I look back at the years that I was doing things for other people that, and by that I mean working for other people as in a job, that I was not fulfilled. I was not happy. Right. But it was definitely right. a scary decision to walk away from the cushiness of the past to, you know, to jump off that ledge and say, okay, if I were to make this work, what would have to happen? As you said, you know, create that plan, have that plan, and implement that plan, make it work. And when it does, all the all the trouble, all the time, all the learning, all the turmoil, all the fear is so well worth it. And I don't think exactly. someone can fully understand that until they get to that point.
1: And, and I want to add one more element to that, Gil, because when you are going through that transition, and I know it may be fearful for you, but you, you, we're, we're giving you a lot of tips here to help you get through that transition, to plan and lifelong learning and be committed you have to know what you want. You've got to take yourself through that self-discovery process. You also have to be very diligent, showing gratitude. And I oh, know that's very yes. difficult because we get so caught up in focusing on what we don't have. Kathy? If we don't have enough money to pay our bills, we don't have enough this, and we don't have a relationship like we want. We really need to focus on what we do have because what you focus on grows. Absolutely. You jump to my next
0: question. Already, <laughs> and it was, what steps or practices do you do each and every day as part of your regular routine that keep you on track? And oh, my goodness. It's, it's funny, I... Kathy, because I'll bet you of mind luminaries that I've had the opportunity to interview, I'll bet 90% of them start with gratitude.
1: They have to, because I can tell you an absolute true story. I told you that I had a 16-year very abusive marriage, and when I finally got the courage, and once I started really getting it about life and commitment and, and going inside and finding the power and the affirmations and doing those things, I said to myself, I'm getting out of this painful place and marriage is not for me. Now, your self-talk is very powerful. So Isn't it? my self-talk, it wasn't in the right place yet. So I was saying marriage is not for me. So I started praying to God and I started asking God, please bring somebody to my life. Please bring somebody. I want to be, I like marriage. I know it's not for me, but please do it. So I started asking God, do this, do that. I want, I want, please bring me. And so nothing happened for many years. As soon as I stopped it, Gail, and I focused my prayers on thank you, Every prayer, every affirmation started out with a thank you. When you first get up in the morning, the first 30 minutes of your day will set the tone for your entire day. And I start my day off every day with thank you for waking me up. Just simple things. Thank exactly. you for waking me up. Thank you for allowing me to have a roof over my head so I don't have to sleep under a bridge. Just Thank you. Just be grateful for your life, your health, to have a meal, just anything. Thank you for my bed, for my floor, my carpet, my walls.
0: Exactly. Thank
1: you for my sight. Whatever you have that you take for granted, be grateful and show gratitude and say it out loud. Say it out loud. I couldn't and agree I tell with you more. you, the most wonderful man that he seemed like he fell straight from heaven. He did. walked straight into my life and I'm remarried and I, I can't I can't even begin to describe the amazing connection that that I have with this individual. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this truly is a phenomenon. This this is so true. And, and I'm not making this up. I promise you that if you show gratitude for what you already have, you will have more. Because that law of attraction, showing gratitude to your higher power, the universe is always listening. Your God, your, your higher power is always listening, always listening to what you show gratitude toward, and you will get more of it. I promise you that. I'm a walking witness.
0: And I'm, I'm another one. Exactly the same thing. It, nothing has changed my life as profoundly as gratitude. Not a yes. single thing I could put my finger on other than gratitude. Yes. And, you know, for and those, every
1: time you come up against an obstacle, that's how you push the obstacle out and deal with it is by focusing on your gratitude. You know, Kathy,
0: it's gotten to the point that gratitude has been become such an ingrained part of who I am that now when there is an obstacle that pops up in front of me, I kind of go, right. ah, Okay, well, where's the blessing in this one? Because there's something to be grateful for in this situation. Right. I just need to find it rather than saying, darn it, why has this always happened to me? You know, rather than going to that place, instead, it's almost like God and I have this joke going on that I'll say, okay, well, this is really interesting. Um, I mean, right now, you know, physically we're building a house and it snowed before the roof got on. And it's like, really? Okay. Well, maybe that, you know, where's the blessing in this? Okay. Maybe I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to be taking more time to go do this. And it's just really interesting to me how, when I kind of look at every single thing that comes into my life, comes into my life for good. Even if I don't see the good initially, it's always for good. There's always blessing. And when I can look at life from that perspective, even things that would have once been scary or would have created fear have a way of going, instead of going, Oh no, I go, Hmm. Right. And it just, it shifts everything.
1: And, and, and those obstacles help to build character because I mean, how much character would you have if everything came so easily for you? I mean, if everything was to work out and smooth flowing, then we wouldn't have an opportunity to build character, but we have to have an opportunity to learn and build character and build strength, and that's where the strength comes from from our life experiences. They don't; those experiences don't come to us to hurt us. It comes to help us.
0: Couldn't agree with you more. Well, Kathy, tell us about what you've got going on in your world right now. What do you? What kind of projects or books are you currently working on?
1: Oh my goodness! Well, I just finished uh, Live, Love, and Life, which which is totally about the self-talk and it also gets into the uh the situation that we find ourselves in where our self-talk is so toxic and we have talked ourselves straight into such a, a, a life of misery that we have to now wear a mask and so many people are wearing masks because they don't want to reveal their true pain just like where i was when i was in that abusive marriage right i would go to work every day with my mask on and I would go out into the community, church, and everyone with my mask on. So that's what Lies, Love, and Life is the name of that book. And that's what that's about, how we've got to uncover and take the mask off and face the real true situation, face our pain, face our, our, our discomfort, face our, our uh, a place that we don't want to be in, and learn how to get the skills and the knowledge to remove ourselves from that place so that we can start living our true authentic life.
0: And is the book so already we- out, Kathy?
1: Yes, the book is already out, excellent. and you can get it from, from Amazon uh, or my website, which is uh, com. And then uh, the, the most exciting thing for me is um, my radio show, Living by Design, is getting ready to go to uh, network, WHMB Network, out of Indianapolis, Indiana, and it's going to be a TV show.
0: Oh, fabulous. Congratulations. That's excellent. Thank
1: you. Yes, I'm very excited about that because I, it's going to empower a lot of people because I really want to help people in the community. Well, I'm going to start in the Indianapolis community, but the, the goal is to syndicate it and take it to uh, other cities around the nation. But the goal is to, is to help people understand how they can empower themselves to live their authentic life because every single person is unique and different and brings something special to the table of life. And we need whatever you have, Gail. We need it. Whatever I have, people need it. We're all connected. And and that's the message that I want to make sure everyone understands that we are all connected. There's so much turmoil in our world today. And and I don't know what in the world is going on in our government, but I try not to think about it.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: And that's the other other, uh, um, suggestion that I, I have for people. Please limit your 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 the media influence because that stuff penetrates your your subconscious and it just starts to live in there and that's why i said the first 30 minutes of your day sets the tone for your whole day so if you're getting up and you're looking at the news and you're listening to all these negative stories try to minimize that as much as you possibly can so uh so yes i'm very excited about my tv show and that's coming up on the horizon and um I just finished the Lies, Love, and Life book, and I, I've been promoting that and, and, and doing a lot of traveling with that. So, it's just been very exciting, and I, I know 2014 is just going to be absolutely amazing because that's when the TV show is it's really going to kick off. And excellent.
0: Well, keep us posted on that. And as far you know, our listeners, you guys already know this. Don't worry about writing any of this down. Just come on back to Inspire Me today. Go to the search box. Put in Kathy with a C. Kathy Holloway Hill, and all her information will pop up there. You'll have her profile, her amazing Today's Brilliance, and we'll also make sure we put the links there directly to her book. And Kathy, can we even put a link
1: to your TV show? Will it be live? Will it be streaming on the internet anywhere? Absolutely. It certainly will be. It will be streaming on the internet and I will get that information to you. Uh they don't have all of that ironed out yet because Perfect. the network actually just yeah, they just approached me a couple of weeks ago and asked me if uh if, if they could um they wanted to show they they had heard the radio show and they wanted to bring it to their networks. They just approached me about that offer. So I'm very Woo-hoo.
0: excited. Woo, congratulations. That's And Thank you know you. what's really funny for me about this, Kathy, is you're only doing what you love. Well, and they you know, know what, what I mean, too.
1: It, when you're living your purposeful life, when you're doing what you were placed on this earth to do, doors open up in, in ways that you would never imagine, Gail. And that's why I want everyone to realize and understand that. Don't allow your fears to, to hold you back because when you find your purpose and you start living your purpose opportunities are going to come to you that you never would have imagined.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I couldn't agree with you more. Well, Kathy, what a fun interview this has been. I am very, talk about gratitude. I'm very grateful for the insights that you've shared with our community today. Here's my favorite question. And I know you might have already said some of these things, but if you were to summarize your greatest wisdom, what have you learned that you'd want to pass on to others right here, right now?
1: The greatest wisdom that I really want to pass on, and this is something that I actually just had a conversation with a friend about the other day, is we have got to stop looking at other people as our competitors, at other situations as our competitors, as, as people are, are not giving us this, not doing that. We've got to learn how to go inside of ourselves for the answers for our lives. That's where the answers for every single thing that you need, every answer every question that you have about your life what should I do how should I do it how can I do it why should I do it every answer that you need is inside of you and I want everyone to just be able to learn and realize the power that lives inside of them because when you can tap into that power you're, you, you'll you you be unstoppable you will be unstoppable and I am talking from experience right now
0: hmm I'm just sitting here with my eyes closed, listening to the words that you're saying, smiling. Yes, that, that is my
1: that is my story, because when I finally learned that everything I needed was on the inside of me, trying to get that approval from my parents and my family and that abusive spouse and, and false friends and fi- trying to find it all in all the wrong places was giving me all the wrong answers, all the wrong answers. And I was living the wrong life. So when you do that, that's what the product is. When you're trying to find answers from the wrong place, you get the wrong answers, so you live the wrong life. Sure. Once you find answers from the right place inside of you, you really got to be quiet. Quiet your mind. Quiet your thoughts. Did you know that the words "silent" and "listen" have the same letters?
0: I did not know that. Interesting. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. There, there's a reason for that. I did not, not know incident. that. Interesting. Yeah, so yeah, but you know, try Kathy, to be silent and listen to that inner voice.
0: And you know, one of the things that you said that absolutely speaks truth to me is that all of the answers to all of the questions are already inside of each and every one of us. Absolutely. And, and when you really hear that, I mean, when you really take that to heart, how powerful does that make you feel? For some people, that's and a little scary. Journey,
1: and your journey has a lot of answers for you as well.
0: Absolutely.
1: Don't so, look at your journey as something that has hurt you. Your journey is there to help you. Don't look at it as something that, oh, I, I shouldn't have done this, I shouldn't have done that. You, you're hard on yourself and your your regret. No. Your journey is there to help you, so use that to find answers as well.
0: Mm, good stuff, Kathy. Can't wait to read the book. Can't wait to... Watch the television show. How fun will this yeah, be? It makes me, absolutely. you know, with everything that you've already experienced and that you've shared with us and everything that you've got coming, if you had just one more thing, Kathy, that you could accomplish or experience in your lifetime, what would it be?
1: Um. Well, uh, now, are you are you asking if I wanted to? If, if, I had an oppor- if I had an opportunity to speak to someone who is already deceased, I would love to have an opportunity to speak either to our founding forefathers because I would love to know what their thoughts are about the situations that are going on (laughs) in our nation today.
0: Oh, boy. And then number
1: two is I would love to have – this is really the most powerful. I would love to have an opportunity to talk to Jesus.
0: Well, something tells me someday
1: you will. Oh, I Absolutely. And I look forward to that day. Now I'm not you know trying to hurry it along but understand but I look forward to the opportunity to because I really I mean to have the, the the person right in front of you that has the wisdom, the world's wisdom inside of him, I would love to have an opportunity to just tap into that. And when we can tap into our inner our inner strength, that's as close as we're gonna get in this natural life.
0: Exactly. Excellent information. I, again, reiterate Kathy, Holloway Hill. Kathy, I cannot thank you enough for being with us today, for sharing your wisdom, for sharing your inspiration, and more than anything, for sharing your heart. Thank you. Your enthusiasm is contagious.
1: Absolutely. You are very welcome, Gail. And thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: You are most welcome to, again, you can find out more about Kathy Holloway-Hill. Just come on back to inspiremetoday.com. Click on the tab that says Browse Luminaries. Put in her name, Kathy with a C, Holloway-Hill. And there you'll find her bio, her profile, her other information, as well as links to her upcoming TV program and where to buy that book on Amazon.com. And to our listeners, thank you for spending part of your day with us today. Come on back again next week. We'll bring you inspiration from another incredible luminary. And until then, remember, it's only when you have the courage to step off the ledge that you'll realize you've had wings all along. We love you. We're here for you. We'll see you again tomorrow. And thanks again for stopping by.